Zen, I've been hitting this rock for an hour now. What the hell is happening, man? Jack, you're literally picking away at a regular rock. You need to find actual ore! Ah! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 8th episode of the Oxnow podcast. Ten, what up man? What up Jack, what up Jack? You had a uh, late night, right? Uh, well, some would say uh, the subathon went a little crazy and my voice is half dead, but it's fine, it's fine! Perfect. Hey, um, let's uh, start to talk about the topics because we have a couple of things today. Our main topic is the gathering professions. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're going to talk about mining. Skinning, herbing, and yeah, of course, about the token price. A little bit of movement this week, and we're going to talk about a couple of markets. Um, first of all, the Spirit of Harmony is moving, the Titanium Bar is moving a little bit, but it's keeping stable, and the other one is the last meal. Um, so let's start with the show. So this week we had a little bit of movement in the token prices. It's not huge, but a little. Um, if we take a look first at the US price, uh, the average stayed at like 131k. Uh, it's a little bit higher than last week, like a 4k more average. Um, we still do not know when the charity uh, uh, will start and all the events are going to come for... Uh, the pre-sales so it's still a question what next week is going to happen for the us price and how is it on the eu price season well eu has been actually kind of stabilizing around 190 uh which is pretty nice uh considering everything that's been going on and it's actually uh i i didn't think it would stay that high for that long but as 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 of now it's kind it's kind of doing so that's so, nice yeah you think anything that will happen next week? Maybe a guess? I, I don't think we're going to get too much information on anything for at least like a couple weeks. So I don't, I don't think there's anything that's uh, going to touch the wild, wild token prices. We could assume that maybe that the price will drop a bit, maybe. Yeah, obviously it depends on what kind of patch news we get. But uh, until then, we might see a potential drop, but... At the moment, it's been, at least on EU, it's been going up, up and down in between 187k up to 193k. So I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be uh, too bad. Nothing to worry about. Starting with the Spirit of Harmony, and the reason I want to talk about Spirit of Harmony is that it has been changing a lot lately. Um, the quantity is dropping a lot more than we actually expected because we know with uh, lesser multiboxes uh, maybe uh, they're working on the bots or the bots are not focusing on the market but we have seen a drop of quantity in the spirit of harmony for the last couple of uh, two months and what happened was uh, that the that the quantity went from 300k to now at the moment to 175k 177k and that's like almost half of it 
And we have seen the last uh, couple of uh, four or five weeks a price increase in the uh, Spirit of Harmony. And I'm talking about about almost uh, 100 to 150 gold per Spirit of Harmony. Now, that doesn't mean we all should start farming it. Uh, The idea is to get it more valuable. If you have some in stock, and I do think a lot of gold makers do have some Spirit of Harmony in stock, or maybe the modes of Harmony... Uh, good time to maybe cash them out or maybe wait a little bit longer till the price even goes higher. Uh, the risk is that we don't know when the bots are going to return or the farmers are going to return on this market, but it's a matter of time. But for now, if you have some in stock, maybe put some on the auction house. And if you maybe get lucky, maybe you can buy some. Check the undermine journal for it, check the region value for it, and see if you can like get an. Uh, lower price than your average room value like an 80 or 70 percent lower yeah i mean when it comes to the spirit of harmonies it's uh it, it's it's a little delicate market because it touches a, a lot of things and when it comes to uh actually farming them right now there's not any particular super good way to farm them a lot a lot of the uh, uh like super insane farming spots got nerfed so even when the bots do do or when they might return back to old world farming a lot, uh, it might necessarily not bring the spirit of harmony back down to where it were. I think we're gonna see a price like this for the spirit of harmony for a very long time. Honestly, let's hope it would be nice. So one of the other interesting items that we have to talk about, uh, one of the one of the things that you could be interested in is titanium bars. And titanium bars, they've been Kind of ever since Shadowlands went out, uh, or got out, is when the titanium bars started going up in price and also dropped in uh, in quantity overall. And right now, uh, ever since the expansion got released, they've dropped from around uh, 41,000 to 40,000 quantity regionally, all the way down to 25k. So it's a lot. I mean, it's a big drop. And uh, you would imagine that this would happen because it's a new expansion. People don't do as much old world farming. And then we all obviously also had the uh, multiboxing change. And they've gone all the way from like a 300 gold average regionally, all the way up to a 500, little over 500 gold average regionally. So that's uh, that's a 200 gold increase, which is, <laughs> it's a lot. It, is. That's, a, that's a big increase on a very yeah. valuable item. Um, and when it comes to the ore as well, it's pretty much following the 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 same... I mean, the same tendencies. Uh, it was obviously you used two titanium ore to make one bar. And back when the expansion released, they were around 150 gold, which is half of the price what the bar was. And the quantity was double what the bar uh, bar was. And now uh, the actual ore, went, it, it went from close to the expansion release at 60 to 70k quantity all the way down to now a 30k quantity instead and it went from 150 gold up to an average of closer to 300, but it's 250 mostly. Uh, so it's sticking around pretty much what half of the uh, bar is at the moment. And it's a it's an interesting market because, uh, as you know, Titan, titanium bar is used for titan steel bars, which is another market in the same in the same row. I will say though, when it comes to the the titan steel bars. In terms of quantity, that barely has moved. It's it's sticked pretty much around the same. 
Yeah, it's very uh, stable for months now. Um, but the price has gone up, which is really interesting, actually. <laughs> for uh, for stable quantity, indeed, that is very interesting. And alt, actually, uh, you would actually say like prices will go down later slowly, and then what you're gonna get is that the uh, quantity is going to drop as well. But yeah. it's it's staying the quantity, and the price is going slow slowly up. That's nice. It's a stable market. I would imagine the reason that it, it, it's like that is because the reason or at the the people that actually uh, make Titan Steel are the people that have worked to be able to continuously make them uh, to sell them to people that use them for various different things and craft the transmog and whatnot. Uh, so I, I, I think I think that's the reason why it's staying at the quantity and people keep crafting it. But obviously to, to keep uh, the demand running, uh, the titanium bars themselves obviously get more and more expensive the more people that buy them. So yeah. it does make sense. Maybe a nice uh, market for uh, to check out when you're going to transmute the serenite uh, bars into the titanium bars. Yeah, obviously that's an option, yeah. If you can buy them cheap and especially if you can get a transmute master where you can get like between one and five extra bars uh, based per craft. That would be extra nice. Yeah, check that out, I would say. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Last item, and one of my favorites, actually. Uh, I love to flip this item. This is called the Last Mill. And the Last Mill is a quest item you can get from uh, a drop. It's literally a drop in the uh, New Deloran on the broken, uh, broken Shore. And it drops near one of the mill boxes in Deloran. Now... The item itself that drops, you cannot resell it. You have to do the quest line. And when you finish the quest line, you get like two items. One is the toy. It's the KT stamp whistle. That's the mailbox you're going to get as a toy. Yep. And the other one is the uh, tradable uh, lost mill. And that's where the money comes in. Because this item is doing excellent at the moment. Uh, the One of the main reasons is... Every person that wants to sell the last mill has to buy it from the auction house or do the quest line. And you can only do it once per character. That will mean sooner or later it's going to be harder to get more lost mill. Now, we have a lot of people, of course, playing World of Warcraft per realm, but a lot of people don't know about the item or don't want to spend time on it. And what's going to happen and what we've seen since December is that the quantity is dropping now uh, and the price is rising. And I mean, for like a price from, from 9k average region value to almost a 17k region value. Um, one uh, crappy thing about the item is, is you can only carry one uh, per, uh, in your bag. So you have to like store the other one in a guild bank or in your mailbox or post multiple ones on the auction house. Um, so it's a very nice item to flip. A lot of people don't know the value of, of the item and just post it for, for lower than, than you can actually get from uh, the item. Yeah, I guess it's uh, I, I guess it's an item that people may uh, just think like, ah, this is this doesn't matter. It's a quest item. Nobody's going to buy it anyway. Just <laughs> post it for nothing. It's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense that it, it, it would see an increase overall. Because a lot of people are, you know, they, of course, everybody wants a mailbox everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So it, it makes sense. 
And also, don't forget, uh, what I didn't tell, is when you get, like, the second last meal uh, item and you sell it, and the person that buys it can do the quest over again. But here's the thing. He will only get the toy. He will not get another last meal item to sell. That's the interesting part of it. Sooner or later, it's going to be very hard to sell these items, and I'm talking maybe in a year. And you will see the quantity drop, but the price is going to increase. And I think uh, that will uh, increase the price with a lot. I think the end of the year, it will be at least like 25k for a for a mailbox uh, lost meal item. You really think so? Yeah, I really think oh, so. Okay. Okay. Gonna get hard. Get it. So uh, if you don't have it yet, and you want to get it for free, uh, get on uh, uh, Dalaran in the in the the broker shore. You have to find it. It's it's a random uh, drop near a mailbox, but the chance is very low. So in most cases, it's even better to just buy it and just do the quest line. So the uh, main topic, it's about gathering. And I can almost tell like you're more of an expert in it than I am, uh, Sensible. So yeah, I, I mean, I mean, well, it's it's gathering is an interesting thing. It's it, it kind of well, one could say that I, I've done like a, a fair amount of gathering at least, um, but when it comes to what I focused on the most is definitely mining, um, and uh, I don't I don't know what you want to start on, Jack. What what do we want to start on? Well, let's start with your what's your, what's your favorite one to do? If you have to pick between fishing, skinning, mining, or herbing, if you could only pick one, which one would it be? I'd pick mining every yeah? single time. Why? Yeah. Uh, the reason I would pick mining is because there's so many different options uh, that are also very valuable when it comes to mining. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also just enjoy like the sound and looking at my character smacking an, a vein or a deposit. I mean, I, I love it. <laughs> okay. I've loved it ever since I started playing the game. Uh, I just think it, it's it's super cool. Um, you like to hit stuff? No, it's not, not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> yes, in WoW, yeah. In WoW. <laughs> My favorite is fishing. I if I I don't do gathering, but if I have to pick one, I would pick fishing. Um, and it has to do with also the random loot you can get from fishing, especially yeah. in vanilla. I, that that's for me a fun part, like getting those, like you can get the sea turtle from fishing. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those kind of things. Uh, 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 that's what I like about the yeah. fishing, and of course getting the fish as well, but. Yeah, it's the extra factor that makes it for me fun. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get that for fishing. Me personally, I I just get absolutely bored out of my mind doing fishing. So, <laughs> I, I I I I haven't personally done it that much. Okay. Why should people do gathering? Um, I will say when it comes to gathering, uh, you you should do gathering if if you're looking to make enough. For your WoW token every month, it's a pretty safe way to make enough gold for the token every month. It's uh, even even if you farm old world materials from old expansions or you do current content, uh, it's I w I won't say it's guaranteed gold, but it's pretty much clo close to guaranteed gold that you're going to get. Yeah, you can um, you can't lose gold on it. That's no, I think that's a thing. It, it, you, you can't you can't farm something and then it's not going to sell. It is going to sell, and it's also not going to take su a super long time, unless 
you're on a very low populated server and you're posting your things a little bit too high in a, in a value. But most cases, it should definitely sell. Yeah, or you post at the wrong moments. That's also possible. Or that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think it, the, the thing it will cost is time. And I think as a gold maker or a gold farmer, whatever you are, don't mistake mistake with, with it. It's not free. You're still investing your time in it. Yeah. Like playing World of Warcraft, you, every minute, it sounds really stupid, but every minute counts. Yet you're paying for every minute, basically. You're playing, so also think in that way. Like, don't think like, oh, I farmed something and uh, now I'm going to sell it for every for whatever price I want. No, you don't. You want to maximize your your value. You as a person, you want to maximize what you're getting. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you want to... You wanna, that's also why... Um... You wanna you wanna look through your gathering professions, and you want to make sure that you go for something that isn't just going to make uh, no sense at all. Like you you take one material that's used for pretty much nothing, and it sells for one or two gold on the auction house. That that isn't really worth your time. Um, but if you find the ones that people are still buying for uh, lots and lots of gold, and you and you enjoy the process of going out there and gathering it yourself. It's a very, very good idea to do, I would say. Would it be better than to farm a dungeon for Transmog, do you think? Uh, that kind of just depends on what kind of gold farmer you are. I would say when it comes to Transmog farming, you have to be very patient and you also have to be not in a rush for gold. Yeah. Uh, unless you have ab abnormal amounts of time. Um, if, you if you have... Many, many, many hours every single day to sit there and farm transmog all day. Then, yeah, you could potentially build up uh, a pretty good stock of transmog. But um, when it comes to to transmog specifically, it's very RNG heavy. So if you're unlucky, both on the drops but also on the sales, you're you're making nothing at all. Uh, but materials are are way safer, way safer. Okay, let's say I'm a new character. I want to make some gold. What class would you recommend me to pick? Um, if you are doing mining and herbalism specifically, I would do a druid every single time, uh, no matter if you play Horde or Alliance. Any race? Um, so there's a couple different potentials. This kind of just depends on what you like. Uh, if you make a high mountain druid, uh, you get faster mining as a racial, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty nice. And then if you do a regular Tauren, you get faster herb picking, so you pick up flowers faster. Um, that's a racial as well. And then I, I don't think there's anything else when it comes to racials uh, for faster gathering. Uh, if you do skinning, Worgens have a racial to skin faster. I think recommended as well to do it while you're leveling the character. If you do not have a druid, um, making a new, making a new, completely new character and taking mining and herbalism is a pretty good way to like additionally supply some extra experience into your character. It's a very, very fast way of leveling. It gives you a ton of experience, especially in the new Chromie time that came out with the level squish. Um, it's it's actually pretty crazy. Uh, but I will also say when it comes to druids as well. In flying form, you can uh, gather uh, flowers. So you, in herbalism, you do not have to go out of flying form to pick up a flower. And even if you're uh, mining, per se, you go out of flying form and then go into flying form again. 
Uh, you don't have to spend time on mounting up. So it is, you know, it is a little bit faster. Just a small tad. Yeah, and unless you don't like to play a druid, get a sky golem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 increase that you have is not super huge. But if you want to min, min max and you want to have the absolute best thing, that's the best option for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like to play druid, then. Yeah. But people that don't like to play druid are weird. <laughs> Of course, you're not done. You, it, there's also a couple of tools. Uh, I know like a website like Woe Professions is a good way to start checking out what you should be gathering and where and how. Um, are there any other websites in, in Woe Profession you would recommend? Woe Professions is, of course, a good way to figure out how to level and, and what to figure out in terms of what routes to use uh, for what you do want to farm. Uh, but if you have trouble picking what uh, you want uh, you want to go for first, I would recommend just, I mean, a simple uh, search into YouTube because there's so many, there's so many people that do farming guides all the time mm -hmm. on, on both old world content, but also new stuff. So I would just say uh, best, for example, if you're doing mining best ore or best uh, ore to go for best ore to farm. And then what, or if it's herbalism, what uh, herbs are still very good, what are used most. And you're going to get, a lot of results and then you can try them out on your server you can see what works for you uh like do an hour each or two hour two hours of each spot and see what you like it's also very dependent on on what you like right because if you if you find something that is a decent farm but you enjoy it a lot that's you know that's going to keep you doing that farm for a longer time than something you are not going to enjoy and uh, that's true yeah so 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 that's a little bit into it as well but, I mean, you could also... The WoW Profession is, is, is a very localized place. Everywhere else will just show you a bunch of information where you have to have previous knowledge. So, like, if you go on the Undermine Journal or something like that, you have to already know what to go for. Um, but what you can also do, if you want to figure it out on your own, is searching up the materials in, in the actual gathering professions. And you, you search up what uh what their names are and then you look on say wowhead and then you look at what they're used for in crafting right? mm -hmm. because that's a way to figure out oh this one is used for a mount that people still buy or oh this is used for a crafted transmit piece that people still use a lot that's one way to do it on your own as well that's the reagent tab and you also have the yeah. currency tab for some items that can be used uh, as currency exactly add-ons uh i know a couple of them uh, but think you can better start with that as well it's very dependent on the person uh there's a lot of really good add-ons for for gathering one of the uh, better ones we also talked about the uh last episode is gather made 2 yeah you also have to get download uh a gather made data well it's not necessary but it can come in handy yeah yeah so what that will do is you can import other people's data into your own uh map so you can see where all the veins herbs uh, whatever you're going for, you can see like where they spawn on the map, and then from that you can uh, make your own routes. You can see where things are gonna spawn, fly around the places. One of the other things that are very very good with Gather Me Two, in my opinion, is routes. And what routes is is you can take other people's routes that they've uh, drawn in the game, and then you can add it onto your own map, or you could draw your own 
route in game. You can literally make a line on the map and then you can follow it on your minimap. It's really simple to use. It's drag and drag and draw, basically. Couple of uh, add-ons um, worth it. I've not never used it, but it should uh, tell you based on value on what could be mining, herbing, or fishing, or skinning. Have you had any experience with Worth It from Dala GG? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do use Worth It. Um, it is uh, definitely something to consider as well. Um, I I personally haven't used it because most of my uh, gathering has has been from previous experience. I already knew what to go for um, because of how I've, I've flipped and crafted things in the past. But Worth It would definitely be an option if you're starting out as a new gatherer to... to Better figure out what's what's worth your time, hence the name of the add-on. Okay. Uh, another add-on I lately found out about it: farming bar. Ever heard of, of the add-on? I haven't personally used farming bar, but it is uh, uh, it is the add-on that that does it put together all the items that you farm currently. Yeah. So it displays what you have farmed, and I think it also can display what you can craft with it. So you can yeah. set up a couple of things that you want to craft, and you want to farm those items. The more items you get for that craft, the more amount it will show how many you can craft with it. Yeah, It's a pretty uh, handy uh, add-on, a farming bar. Never heard a little of it. extra. Yeah. A little extra if, if it's something you like. I will say when it comes to the gathering add-ons that you do install, the, the ones that you do get, uh, it obviously depends on what you enjoy. You can try a bunch of them. And see if they work for you if you like them there's also more like other uh other add-ons for for gathering and there's a lot of different people that use a lot of different things it's just about finding what what works for you basically can you use loot appraiser for something like gathering or herbs and yeah fishing? yeah i mean you can use loot appraiser um it, it kind of it gets to a point where it doesn't really matter to use uh loot appraiser because uh, when you farmed for hours and hours and hours, you know like what the average amount you get is. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're doing something like mining or herbing, you're not all of a sudden going to get something you've never seen before or something out of RNG. It's basically going to be the same amount. But if you do want to make sure or if you want to look at the gold per hour, you can use loot appraiser to count up the amount of things that you uh, collect. That is an option. I, I always say I never recommend uh, value per hour because it 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 gives you a false idea that's that's what i always think i think like if you're gonna farm that's how i would think think of the end result how much did how much value did i get and not per hour because tomorrow that value can be different and a week later the value can be different and maybe the items you're farming are not selling fast enough yeah uh, i would i would always say that's my opinion but i don't farm but I would say, like, check the end result. And check the end result, like, what you get for money from it and how fast it goes. When it comes to materials, it's probably the most safe you're going to be. Uh, you can, most of the time, you can you can use your gold per hour as uh, a final result. Obviously, it might vary depending on what happens on your server, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time, you can pretty much follow what uh, you make as a gold per hour. Okay. Usually, when it comes to old world materials. Getting in the materials now, uh, let's start with a couple of old materials. What are a couple of old materials you would definitely recommend people to gather? If we do herbs, I would say uh, a shower's a veil is a really good herb to do. Uh, also because uh, the best place or a decent place to farm it is also a place where you can get uh, obsidian ore. 
-hmm. But for the Asharis Veil specific specifically, when you farm those, you also get volatile life. Oh yeah. Uh so that's a really good one. That's the that's the latest one for me that I've went for. And I haven't lately I haven't gone for any other herbs at all because uh ore have been much more worth it for me in terms of uh gold per hour. Uh so it's uh, that that's kind of that, that's kind of the thing with herbalism at the moment. If you're not doing current content, there's not that many of the old world uh, herbs that are super good, besides the ones that I use for Viola the Sands. Can you name another herb old content that's that you would recommend? See, that's the thing. <laughs> Whiptail. Yeah, whip Whiptail would be all right as well. What about Black Lotus? I know Black Lotus. It's really hard to farm, but it's hard. It is used for an elixir, if I'm correct, and the elixir can be used for crafting transmog. The thing about it, if you're solo farming it, you're not gonna get that many. Okay. You're really not. Uh, it's it's more if you did something like that as a multi boxer, it was uh, more worth your time. But if it's only, uh, if it's only as a single character, there's not that many. But yeah, Whiptail and Black Lotus could also be options. Um, but mostly a shower as well. Probably going to be your best option. What about uh, mining or I think there's some bigger market for it, right? Mining has a lot more options uh, and that heavily depends on you. But and the market. The, if, yeah, and the market, of course. One of the most stable markets that I've seen is uh, Arcane Crystals. Mm -hmm. And you get those on a on a on farming uh, forum or and uh, they they so when you farm uh, four and more, they randomly drop out of your um, out of your mining the actual ore, and you usually get twenty five an hour. It obviously depends on how much competition there is, what kind of server you're on, and whatever. And if you're unlucky or lucky, but the average seems to be around twenty five ore an hour, uh, or not ore, but arcane crystals, and they sell. At least on high pops for anywhere between three to four hundred gold each. So it's not something you're gonna be making a whole bunch on, but a lot of people use the Arcanite uh Arcanite bars that Arcane Crystals can make, and then they use the Arcanite bars to make enchanted elementium bars. Yeah. Which do sell for insane amounts. So if you want to also use the stuff that you uh farm, gather to also craft a little bit, you're gonna be able to make a lot of gold from that. Yeah, also recommended for transmuting the Arcanine uh, Crystal to the Arcanite Bar. Yeah. Or, sorry, the Arcane Crystal to the Arcanite Bar. Um, get a Transmute Master, because you can get between one and five uh, bars per craft you do. Um, I, oh, yeah. I do recommend always to check out your market. Like, what can make you more gold? Is it the, the raw material that you can sell, or is the end product? Yeah. What can make you more gold? It's a very good idea to do. Yeah, because you want to get maximum value out of your farming time, I think. Yeah, I mean, it depends on you. I, if you want to spend some extra time to make some extra gold, that's totally fair. If you just want to continue farming and then go out there and sell it again, it's, you know, it's up to you. But if you want to make the maximum amount of gold, it's a very good idea to do. Mithril is, is, it has changed lately. I see a lot of higher prices now for Mithril bars. Yeah. Um, the, the, when it, when it comes to vanilla, a lot of the reason that some of these old ore are higher, higher priced is because a lot of them are used for leveling your profession. That, that's, uh, most of the reason that they continue, uh, staying at a good price is because a lot of people are, are willing to pay extreme premiums for a fast leveling through, uh, blacksmithing. 
Yeah, that's so that's uh, they can start crafting uh, transmog and whatnot. Uh, so so that's one of the reasons that mithril is as high as it is. Uh, and also iron ore, actually. Yeah. Yeah, iron ore is also one of the other ones that I use heavily. Okay. Yeah, for the for the leveling, then maybe. Yeah. I mean, okay, so the ore would be better than. In that way. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, the burning crusade. I think we have uh, like the fell ore and uh, gordium. All of them are are super good. Um, adamant. Uh, you so you farm adamantite and you get adamantite and and eternium ore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need Eternium more to be able to make half of the part for fail steel. Um, but obviously there's a fail iron ore as well. Uh, the thing about the Burning Crusade, if you go out and gather these materials yourself, they are very slow materials to, uh, to farm. And that is why most of the time they're also pretty expensive. <clears throat> if you take something like the fail iron ore, they're, they're super pricey at the moment. And put together with the Eternium more, which you only get on proc chances farming uh, an amantite ore and or corium ore sometimes. So that is something that is very good to do. It, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter what you pick when it comes to to the burning crusade. But I would I will say when it comes to the burning crusade, you need to be able to make the bars uh, because uh, may, being able to make the fell steel bars and the corium bars. It's going to make you a lot, and I mean a lot of gold. Okay. Um, farming corium stably on your own is not really something that's feasible. Sometimes there are people that do corium raids in Nagrand, uh, and maybe you can get lucky to get into one of those. Um, but if you don't know what a corium raid is, it is uh, you start a raid group and you fly around Nagrand and look for corium ores. And then one person finds the Corium ore. They tell everybody, hey, yo, guys, come over here and get the, uh, the Corium ore. And then people fly over there and get it. Right. And you don't want to bring more than 10 people because at 10 hits on the actual Corium ore, it disappears. Yep. Uh, so that's obviously something. Wrath of the Lich King. Uh, Wrath is uh, also very good. There's also a lot of options there. You have Serenite ore as the main contender and then obviously as you're farming serenite ore you have the potential to get titanium ore as well which is used for titan steel um and the titan steel the the eternals that you use for titan steel as you're farming titanium you get pretty much enough to to make the one the what you're gonna gather and then there's cobalt ore and cobalt ore is a slow farmer but on some servers it is very pricey and all of these materials from, from Norfriend uh, and from Raffilage King are all something that's going to sell, for sure, uh, because a lot of people use it for a crafted transmog. And the mount, the two bikers. And the mounts, yeah. Um, Cataclysm. Cataclysm is the same thing. This is where we go into uh, things that are super pricey because of, again, crafted transmog. Uh, you have Elementium ore, where you also get uh, the slight chance to to get some extra volatiles on top as you're farming. And you're also getting pirate ore when you're out there farming. And then, of course, obsidian ore. And obsidian ore is my personal favorite to farm because of the place that you farm it and also because of how fast you could go. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. It's in Vashir, and as a druid, you can go faster than the fastest flying speed. And it's really fun. 
And don't forget the hardened uh, elementium. You can craft with it and use as a currency at the blacksmith to get new plants to make new transmog and kind of things. Mispaneria. Uh, Mispaneria is uh, also, this goes into Spirit of Harmony uh, territory that we talked about earlier. Um, we have, it's very small amounts of stuff we have here. We have Ghost Iron Ore and then we have Black and White Cerulean War. That, and that is it. Um, you can't, you cannot farm Black and right, White Cerulean War on its own. Uh, so as you're going about your day farming Ghost Iron Ore, you're going to randomly every once in a while get a little bit of Cerulean War, uh, either the Black or White. Uh, I will say... Right now, it's probably worth your time to go out and farm Ghost Iron Ore because the price has increased because of because the Spirit of Harmony yeah. also going up. Uh, so yes, I would say yeah. Warlords of Draenor is nothing special because yeah. Pretty much after we go over Mist of Pandaria, I wouldn't say there's too much that's worth your time except in Legion. Uh, currently with Legion, Laystone, Laystone yeah. uh, is is your option. Uh, to go for and uh, obviously that requires a little bit more you need to get some ranks do some uh, uh, profession quests but it doesn't take too long to get the extra ranks and other than that I mean there's current content but that is very competition heavy and a lot of the ore is super lowly priced so I wouldn't I would rather do old world content you'd probably be able to make more more gold in old world content at the moment Let's talk about about skinning because it's not from spot to spot. I think you like pick a spot, you stay in there in that zone, and you keep killing the the mobs yeah. and skin them, right? Yeah, I mean skinning it. It's uh, depending on on if you wanted to. Mo most of it you can do solo. You can um, obviously with current content. You you know everybody's been talking about uh, skinning. It's been at least early on. It was one of the best best things to do. Because of how much gold you can make mm -hmm. from the actual leathers. I think everybody knows enough uh, about about the current content skinning. So I feel like we don't have to go too much into that. What would be old content skinning? What would be recommendable? Um, one of the good ways to do old world content skinning is you could go into Sunken Temple with a skinner to, to get big leather when you kill all the dragons in there. So if it's something on your server that does at least all rights it's something that you can definitely go for i believe you also do get a little bit of heavy leather in there um so that would obviously be an option um as for other old world uh skinning farms it's it's it i will say when it comes to skinning old world farms it heavily depends on your server there isn't that many different leathers so figuring out what is worth most on your server and then going for that is probably going to be your best option. Um, other one I also could recommend is Exotic Leather from Mr. Pandaria. Yeah. And uh, because in Valley of the Four Winds, there is on top of the mountain on the left side of the map, there's a bunch of goats that you can continuously just kill and kill and kill. And there's also uh, a little lake where you can kill some... Uh, turtles. So that those two are actually pretty decent for ex exotic leather. I don't know what the regional is right now. It might actually have gone up a little bit. Again, because of the uh, Spirit of Harmony increase. Um, let me check here. We have... Uh, yeah, it ha actually has. Um, so if, if you guys want to go for exotic leather, it's actually gone for being a free gold average since the expansion came out. 
to a almost five gold average now, and the quantity has lowered as well. So if it's something that you guys potentially want to go for, it, that's an option. Yeah, uh, fell height maybe also an option. And the thing is with fell height that I know is that it only occurs within a world quest. You need to kill a mob or a thing or beast, and then skin it, and you get fell height. Yeah, uh, it's not that easy to get. The prices are pretty nice to sell it for. So yeah, maybe you have an eye on that on the world quest. At least if you're a skinner, if if you have the option to go over and look if you uh, if you proc the world quest or not, because they they fell height is is hard to get. Yeah. Any other uh, letter or height you would recommend? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so when it comes to any old old world stuff. Then it's mostly just current content. Um, uh, that I I don't have any any particular ones other than the ones I mentioned because it's it's more server dependent because um it's it kind of depends on what what kind of people play on your server mm -hmm. because sometimes you have people wanting to level up old old uh old world content when it comes to to leather so in leatherworking for example if they want to uh, level up for uh for crafter transmog potential but that is heavily dependent on the server so there's nothing that particularly stands out so that's something you'd have to try out on your own. When it comes to fishing, um, I think it's purely uh, new content and maybe some old yeah. content to get if you like to collect a couple of things. But yeah, there's nothing you can sell, right? With uh, with old content when it comes to fishing. Not really. Uh, <clears throat> I will say that if if there's ever a profession that follows with the expansion, it's probably fishing. Uh, I think the only the only thing that we could do from other expansion is probably the Great Sea Ray from BFA. Oh yeah. But other than that, it's mostly current content. And uh, for current content, it's farming whatever fish you want, basically. Okay. I want to say, just as a like like uh, a general general rule, uh, you should only do gathering if it's something that you enjoy. Or if you're trying to make sure that you make enough every month for a wild token. Otherwise, I, I, I'd say that you have lots of other options to make tons of gold other, elsewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if, I mean, if it's what you enjoy, it's what you enjoy, right? Yeah. That's going, going for what you enjoy is the most important in gold making, in my opinion. Yeah. What I would give as, uh, as a tip, if you're going to post materials or maybe a craft. First, always check the price. Check what's, what, what, how can you make more money? Is it the material or is it the craft? Second of all, see if you can do a little reset on the price, because if you can like, let, let's have an example, you have like 100 titanium ore, and you can do a little reset. You have to buy only like six titanium ores, and it will increase the price with 20 gold per ore. What that would mean is not only that you buy uh, six extra ore and you can sell it for 20 gold more per ore but also the other 100 ore you have in your bag will increase in value of 20 gold per ore more example if that's 100 ore that's like 2000 extra gold so always check the server or your, your auction house and see if you can do a little reset buy a couple of items out to get that price a bit high because your time is valuable and you want to value, value it as high as possible you can't 
actually reminds me also if you're uh, a person that likes to gather a whole lot if it's what you enjoy i would say something that uh, is a tendency that we've been able to see here in the new expansion is a lot of people are starting to craft a lot of people especially when it comes to old world content and uh <clears throat> something you can consider as a gatherer is trying to find somebody on your realm that is a crafter and just selling to them specifically so you always have a person that you sell your materials to i know that people like this exist so i mean you could you could throw a message like that in trade chat anyone that needs a supplier for a certain material so you could do like work orders for people i mean that's a little side thing a little side side fun option that you can do if you're a gatherer let's uh, wrap it up for the show for episode eight already um next week what, what's next week, man? Next week is, is going to be fun because we're going to bring on a guest again. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Manfius on yeah. uh, this coming Friday. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to talk about how his gold make experience, his content creation, uh, maybe some flipping stuff, maybe some legendary stuff. Uh, yeah. Maybe some... A little bit, little bit about himself as well. Yeah, yeah. If you have any questions, leave a tweet. You can leave it on the, the AH underscore podcast. Or you can uh, go to my website, fill in the form, send in your question. You can ask anything about Mencius, anything you want. Yep. We have no uh, boundaries on that, so uh, well, don't make it too too crazy, of course. But yeah, of course, you get my common sense and all that. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Or yeah, or to any of us. I mean, yes. Somewhere. Don't forget that you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Pod, uh, Google Cast. Uh, Overcast, Pocketcast, and a couple of more. Anchor, check it all out. So, yeah, all over the place. All over the place, man. Any last words, uh, Sensible? Um, I want to say. Oh, that's perfect. Right, and what I want to say is, dip, 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 guys. <laughs> see you next week. See ya. You caught it. You caught it.